Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? Wow, do we have a great show for you guys today. On the show, we have Mark Shimmy Garland. He is the manager at an upscale urban lounge known as Four Star Lounge, located in the heart of Lincoln Park, Chicago. This is an establishment that is both polished but not pretentious. In this episode, we get to hear firsthand what it's like to open a restaurant in an already booming restaurant industry such as Chicago. We find out what it's like to find your niche, how to draw the right kind of customers, and how to successfully pursue your passions. Enjoy the show. Okay, so we're sitting down here with uh, Mark. Mark, how's it going today? It's going great. Fantastic. Yeah, so I just wanted to quick touch base with you on a couple things. Do um, you want to tell the uh, listeners in about one or two sentences what you do for a living? Uh, yeah, I'm a general manager slash uh, part owner at Four Star Lounge. It's a uh, newly opened restaurant and cocktail lounge in Lincoln Park. Uh, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary in April. Fantastic. And what kind of uh, food do you guys serve here? We serve upscale American bar food. Um, we don't do a lot of fried stuff. We don't have any fryers in our kitchen. So we try to go more health conscious, which is you know a very Chicago way. Uh, we have like ahi tuna chips, scallops ceviches, um, some gourmet sandwiches. Our, our top seller is the chicken prosciutto, uh, nice grilled chicken breast, some spinach, um, smoked gouda cheese, a nice thin slice of prosciutto on a pretzel bun. It's delicious. So how did you come up with the actual menu? I'm just saying like more health conscious, no fryers. Most bars, lounges around town, that's kind of their go-to situation. It's quick, easy, throw it in the fryer, good to go kind of stuff. You guys are just trying to separate yourself from the masses in that way, or was it something like a menu you put together yourself? It's, it's a combination of a few things. Um, we have a very small kitchen. We actually don't have a ventilation hood like and fryers and like a big stovetop or anything like that. So uh, most of the stuff we cook, we cook through a convection oven and a uh, panini press. So it's kind of a blessing in disguise, you know. We, we're trying to make the most of the situation that we have, and... Um, you know, we thought it'd be nice to not do what everyone else does. How can we stand out? Well, let's let's not just push, you know, burgers and fries out, you know, to everyone thinking that's going to be the go-to. Um, I think uh, Chicago enjoys unique food, and I think for the bar uh, setting and what we have available, uh, we offer something very unique. Did you put the menu together yourself, or did you have some help with that? I did. It was in, it was in my vision um, uh, originally, and then I brought on my my good friend uh, Chef Thomas Ramirez. He's a Le Cordon Bleu graduate, and he kind of uh, took the groundwork of what I put together and kind of brought it to life, and you know, added a little flair to it. Um, you know, I came up with uh, the basics of the menu. He might he tweaked a few ingredients here and there, but most importantly, his his presentation and execution is. Uh, the genius of it you know he makes it look pretty he makes it taste better 
and he just takes it to a whole new level. Okay. I follow that, like, you know, Thomas is quite certified. So do you have a background in cooking food? Like, where do you manage? Like, managing restaurants? Or is this something new for you? Not formally. Um, my mother owns her own catering business back in Michigan. And I've been helping her out since, I don't know, I was 13, 14 years old, you know, prepping for catering parties, whether it was just serving or, you know, help prepping food and stuff like that. Um, so I, I've got, you know, a good decade and a half under my belt as far as being involved with food and service and, and all that. Um, mo- most of my experience is in the front of the house, but I do have some back of the house experience too. I've done everything from fast food to fine dining, buffet style, um, you know, I've been a salad bar attendant, a host, a dishwasher, um, a server, busboy, all of it. So. so what was the steps that went from kind of working other jobs to, I don't know, open a fun lounge restaurant in Chicago? The opportunity just kind of presented itself, and, and I jumped on it. Uh, like I said, I've been in the service industry my whole life at so many different positions. I kind of feel like it was a good time to embrace uh, the opportunity that presented itself. Uh, my business partner um, is actually my, my neighbor. Okay. We live a couple blocks up the street, and... Uh, he said that he had an opportunity to buy this space, which is now Four Star Lounge. Um, and he didn't really have as much experience um, with the bar industry or anything like that. So he asked if I would help him and, um, you know, if we could make a good team out of it. And I think we will. Um, and we do. And it just, it, the opportunity presented itself and I thought it was too good to pass up. So we're, we're doing it. So what kind of would be like your day-to-day then? managing like a bunch of employees are you running the bar what, was, what does everything tell for you well as independent owners we don't have you know a big budget or a big group you know such as like the the Boca group you know or something like that where you just got a whole team and network of people we're kind of just building from the ground up hopefully to expand in the future and uh, you know have a few other places and hopefully by then we have we'll have a bigger network of servers employees bartenders kitchen staff and all that so as of now, it's kind of like I just have to wear many, many faces. You know, I have to uh, I do a lot of the inventory. Um, I go on, you know, grocery shopping runs myself. And, uh, you know, sometimes I'm bartending, sometimes I'm marketing. I do the accounting um, sometimes, you know, and then sometimes I get to kick back and be a manager every once in a while. <laughs> and, and, you know, try to schmooze the people, make sure everyone's having a good time, you know, and, and build a, a following. So yeah, it's it's a lot of work, but um, I think the uh, the possibilities of where we could take it and the opportunities that we have are are great, and that's what we're working for. So where do you kind of see yourself in the lounge in five years? Head possibly expanding? Does that mean a new spot? Does that mean another location under the same name? Yeah, I would love to have a, a couple spots uh, eventually down the road. Um, as far as uh, the same name and the same concept, I'm not sure. Uh, it really depends on what opportunities present themselves. Um, one of the things I like about Four Star Lounge is uh, the neighborhood we're in. You know, has a lot of um, Irish pubs and college bars and stuff like that, which I love. I love a nice Irish bar, um, but you also don't want to repeat. You know what everyone else is doing. You need to find a way to stand out. There's so much competition in this city. 
we wanted to find a way to be unique. And I think this, uh, we kind of wanted to bring a downtown Chicago vibe okay. further north um, without the downtown prices, you know. So something where you don't, it doesn't have to necessarily be your anniversary and you don't have to drop a couple hundred dollars, you know, just to have a couple cocktails and a nice meal. So what would be like your ideal clientele then? Um, anyone who appreciates, you know, a nice, a nice cocktail and uh, enjoys a good bite to eat. Um, we, we say we're polished but not pretentious. We have a nice aesthetic, um, upscale, but we don't enforce like a dress code. You don't have to come in here in a suit and a tie. <laughs> you can come here for, you know, a Monday night comedy night in jeans and a hat. Or you could come in here for a special occasion. Um, say it's a bachelorette party or, uh, you know, an anniversary. Uh, we kind of keep it chill during the week, during the day. And then we... Uh, like to have a good time on the weekends, you know, we'll bring in DJs on Fridays and Saturdays, and, uh, yeah, we go from, we go from uh, classy to sassy, you know, that's what we like to say. So you guys are up here in Lincoln Park, right? Let's say you want, like, the downtown vibe outside of downtown. For people coming from, you know, other parts of Chicago, what's probably the best way to get at you guys from public transportation? Oh yeah, there's that's the great thing about our location too. Um, we are right by the Diversity Brown Line. We're right in between the Belmont and Fullerton Red Lines. Uh, you got the Halstead bus, you got the Diversity bus. So whether you're coming from north, south, or west, you know we're we're pretty easy to get to. Perfect, perfect. So it looks like this restaurant stuff is going to be the kind of one that's going to take off in a while. So you've done a good job managing it. Any recommendations out there for people looking to start their own restaurant, kind of what you went through? Like, maybe a couple of tips, what to expect going into it. Like, you just wake up one morning, like, I have $10,000, I'm going to open a restaurant. And then a week later, like, ooh, this is too much work. What should they kind of expect if they're actually going to go take the plunge? Definitely, uh, you know, do your research and make sure you know what you're getting into. It's a commitment. Um, it's not going to be an overnight success. Okay. Uh, there's too much... Um, too much to do in Chicago to just, you know, be the go-to place overnight. Mm -hmm. You got to build towards it. You got to build, uh, you know, a following. You got to be friendly. You got to have the good service. You got to have quality product. And, um, yeah, don't expect things to happen overnight. But if you put the work in, hopefully it's moving in the right direction. And eventually it'll take off the way you want it to. Okay. So, like, to separate yourself from other restaurants feedback from people that come in here, are you personally perusing like Yelp and review sites to see what people are saying about you guys, or do you just assume everyone comes in here, loves it, and people are going to hear about it through word of mouth? Oh, absolutely. I, I, I look at the reviews, and you know, you're not going to be able to please everybody, and you're not going to be on your A game uh, all the time. You know, Sometimes you're under the weather, sometimes you're just having an off day, uh, sometimes a customer might be having an off day, and you might not be able to spend that special attention towards them that they're looking for. Um, and it's, you know, it's nothing personal and we tried our best to make sure that everyone's experience is top notch. And, uh, I definitely, um, do my best to go through and see the reviews that aren't, you know, always pleasing. And I, I try to find out, you know, where we went wrong and what we can improve and how we can, uh, try to get that customer to come back and show them that we, we care about them and want to make sure that, uh, they feel comfortable when they come in here and enjoy themselves. That makes a lot of sense. So it seems like, like I said before, a pretty successful restaurant. What are some of the challenges you've run into running it aside from just an unruly customer or things of that nature? Um, just learning how to, how to budget and you know, uh, 
trying to market without a big budget. And social media is, is definitely a, a new thing in, um, in the marketing game, you know, within the last five years or so. I think it's really taken off, but it's, it's almost gone. It's almost gone overboard, I think, in some aspects, and it, it, it's not what it used to be, so you, you can't always just communicate via one outlet, so you have to kind of be ahead of the game and know every outlet that exists, or, you know, try this one, try that one, it's, it's all trial and error, you know, you never know which one's going to work and which one's going to click for certain events or certain nights of the week, so you just kind of got to live and learn, you know, trial and error. That definitely makes sense. I mean, for me, I, if I check my Facebook page, I probably have quote unquote liked like 700, like some things. I'm like, I remember liking this. I'm like, how is this yeah. affecting me? Did I show up there? No. I liked it because my friend said so. So I definitely feel you on the social media. I think it's uh, overused because you have to use it to get like recognition, but like getting the feedback you really want from it isn't always the best at this point. Yeah. Do you have any ideas for marketing uh, for social launch yourself? Like, what are you going to do again? Get the name out there. Um, you know, the best way, I, I think we're, we just go back to basics sometimes and just, you know, handing out flyers on the streets or trying to make a personal connection and, uh, you know, putting a face to it because I think that's that's kind of what we're losing with this, you know, the whole internet taking over the world kind of thing uh, is people are losing that personal touch. Uh, if, I, if I click on my Facebook right now, I'm sure I, I got invites to at least 10 different events today. You know, and I can't go to 10 different events, you know, for this and that. So um, you got to really make a personal connection to make people want to come, you know, and enjoy themselves in, in your company or, or your business or venue. It definitely makes a lot of sense to me, too. I feel if you're making a connection, people want to show up. They want to go there again and again. Like, there's definitely people out there who like, quote, unquote, like, foodies. They'll try any restaurant once and then never go back because they've already been there. Like, I think I was just asking someone the other day for a like, brunch menu. Like, let's go here. Oh, I've been there. So, did you get everything on the menu? No, if I got one thing, I'm sure they have more that you can try next time. So, that totally makes sense. So, what would bring people back on a regular basis? You touched a little bit about, like, comedy night here on Mondays and then Friday and Saturday, like a DJ. Do you guys have, like, other things going on throughout the week that people can come and check out? Or is it more just uh, come hang out with some more fun once in a while? It's a little combination of both. Um, you know, we always like to have a, a great, uh, relaxed environment for people to enjoy themselves after work or, you know, if they have friends in town. Um, but we definitely do weekly events to try to get people to come back on a regular basis as well. We do uh, Thursday night trivia. It's always a lot of fun. People get into that. Um, every Wednesday we do Wine Wednesdays, half-price uh, half bottle of wine, uh, trying to get, you know, that kind of neighborhood crowd. I think Lincoln Park's a, a very, you know, sophisticated neighborhood at times. It's a little bit of both, you know, and that's what we're kind of trying to be. A lot of people told me when I, I started that you kind of have to go in one direction or the other. Are you going to be a wine bar or are you going to be, you know, a club? And I think if you find the right balance, you can do both. Um, we still haven't perfected that balance yet, but uh, I think we will in the near future, and hopefully people recognize that. And no matter what you're looking for, you just got to come during that certain time and we, we have something for you. Like, like I said, if you want to have a nice relaxing evening, do some nice uh, charcuterie and artisanal cheese and a bottle of wine for a fair price, come on our Wine Wednesdays. We got you covered. 
Um, you know, if you have a lot of friends in town and you're looking to party and, you know, dance until 3 in the morning, come when we have a DJ from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. on Saturdays. I think that was a draw that I found when I first came here was I came in, like, the atmosphere seemed pretty fun, and then just, like, high energy, but still very close-knit, like, I could meet the people around me, not feel uncomfortable like it was, like, at a club where it's, like, awkward talking to someone, very, like, accepting of being here. And then you mentioned to me when we met that, like, you had all these other things going on. So I think you guys are really doing a good job of getting that mix out there for what people are going to want for a couple different reasons, opposed to, I only go to this place for this time, like, this part of the week for one drink, and then I have to go somewhere else because I don't like the atmosphere after that. It's, like, not really optimal. Here, like, you know, basically drawing in the type of crowd that like to mix and match of the different parts of the week, which is fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's to me, that's what the Midwest is all about. It's a melting pot of different cultures, and Chicago embraces that better than any other city, I believe, in the Midwest especially, if not, you know, the whole nation. Um, because it's got that big city feel with a, you know, a nice Midwestern attitude. Um, you know, people aren't going to be obnoxious towards strangers just for no reason. You know, they're usually they're friendly. I mean, every city's got their jerks, you know, (laughs) and, and, uh, that's going to happen from time to time. But for the most part, most people that I've met are always friendly and, you know, willing to give a recommendation on a nice place to get a drink or, you know, a nice place uh, to hang out, you know, whether you want to go to the beach and play some volleyball or you need to get a good bite to eat, someone's going to give you that friendly suggestion. Okay, fantastic. Is there anything else you wanted to leave the listeners with about, like, the lounge yourself, anything of the nature? We'll definitely put some contact info and uh, links to the website for sure in the show notes. Absolutely. Um, I mean, come through to Four Star Lounge if you're looking for some great signature cocktails. We're always developing our menu and... and, uh, Coming up with new concoctions that are exciting right now. We got the DOC, which is uh, a playoff and old fashioned made by our bartender Eric Hines, who we nicknamed the Doct because he's got his doctorate in percussion. Um, so come for that. Great food, great atmosphere. Um, yeah, we just like to have a good time. So if you, you want to just relax and kick it, come back during the weekdays. And if you want to party with us on weekends, we keep it hyped then too. Fantastic. Hey, appreciate the time. Of course. Wow, that was just a phenomenal show with Mark. As you can kind of tell, we're actually recording in the actual four-star lounge. There were a couple of distractions going on in the background. But the best part about it is I think you got a good feel of what to really expect when you go in there. It's a little bit laid back, fun, but also you know loungy and also able to meet some fun new people and have a nice little night out. I personally love attending all the events that Mark throws on there. I just feel like a part of a family when I show up there. Everyone really knows me. Everyone wants me. Everyone else. It's just absolutely phenomenal. It's definitely a place I would highly recommend checking out of Chicago. If you're not in Chicago, I hope you guys learned a couple of things about what it takes to really run a restaurant or things of that nature. Mark has some really great pointers in so many regards. We'd just like to give a quick shout out to our sponsors for the show. Next me. An app that promises to take the guesswork out of restaurant waits. For restaurants, adding a party to the app is easier than pen and paper. Easy peasy. For diners, it's simple to see exactly what place they are in line and gives them a close approximate wait time until they are actually seated. Unlike clunky pager systems, NextMe can be downloaded onto cell phones for diners. 
and features an automated system that can be downloaded on either an iPhone or iPad for restaurants. NextMe is taking on the weight of the world. They are the go-to waitlist app for restaurant employees. Check them out at nextmeapp.com. That's N-E-X-T-M-E-A-P-P.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Hopefully you learned something new or at least were able to share a few laughs with us today. Until next time.